Hey, so a lot of people have sent me this recent Swedish study that implies that Pfizer's mRNA vaccine actually incorporates into our DNA and might scramble our genes. At least that's how it's been framed by a lot of vaccine hesitant folks. And they, they, the people who email me are actually legitimately concerned. They're worried. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, this implies that this vaccine that I've either taken or I'm planning to take is going to actually harm my genetics. And maybe what if it crosses the placenta and harms the genetics of a child and pregnant moms and all that? Okay. I looked at this paper very carefully and I'm gonna tell you right now, there is nothing to worry about, but let's go through it so that you can understand, all right? And it's difficult to understand this. Like I have a degree with honors in molecular and cell biology from UC Berkeley. I had to read this thing very carefully still, all right? So a lay person has no hope of this without help. So this is, this is the background of this that you need to understand before we can look at the paper. And by the way, it was published in the Current Issues in Molecular Biology, which is a kind of a lower grade journal, not cited very often. You have to pay to kind of publish in it. So you always wanna look at those things uh, first off. Um, the first things you need to understand is how the vaccine kind of works. So we have DNA, which is our genetic code that lives in our nucleus. That DNA is to make proteins is transcribed. It's like an instruction set. It's transcribed into messenger RNA. That messenger RNA leaves the nucleus, goes into the cytoplasm of the cell where these ribosomes, which are little cellular machines, turn it into, it's like an email instruction code, turns it into a protein. And those proteins then kind of self-assemble into different structures that we need for life. The way viruses work, um, SARS-CoV-2, is it's an, uh, an RNA virus and it comes and it injects its RNA that has the instructions, kind of like a messenger RNA, to make itself. So it hijacks the ribosomes and makes copies of itself that self-assemble and get uh, pushed out through the membranes and that's how you get viruses. So what the Pfizer vaccine does and the Moderna for that matter, is they take messenger RNA and they've designed their own sort of altered uh, messenger RNA that codes for the spike protein only. So not the other parts of the virus that will cause it to assemble and cause harm, but just the spike protein. They then wrap it in a lipid nanoparticle so it isn't uh, broken down because messenger RNA is very unstable. It breaks down very quickly. And that, that lipid nanoparticle then can fuse with cell membranes, which are also sort of phospholipids and allow that little email to enter the cell where it's then transcribed by the ribosomes into um, protein. That spike protein, this pro protein goes to the cell surface, tells the immune system, hey, look here, this is not something you want, learn how to fight it so when the real virus comes, you don't get severely ill. All right, you get a head start on it, a little memory boost for it. That's the principle of how these things work. Now, from the early days of the vaccine, people were expressing concern, well, could this messenger RNA be put into our own DNA and alter our own genome, which could, it could cause cancers, it could cause mutations, it could cause problems, you know, because other viruses can do this. In fact, retroviruses actually, like HIV, are actually designed to do this. They have RNA, they inject it into the cell. That RNA cannot turn into DNA unless it gets into the nucleus and actually is turned into DNA and then is integrated into our own DNA. Well, to do that, you need two things. You need an enzyme called reverse transcriptase, which the virus has, it actually codes for. And that reverse transcriptase turns RNA back into DNA, hence the term reverse. So normally you're turning DNA into messenger RNA. This does the opposite. So now you have DNA. Then what the virus does is it has an enzyme called integrase. 
Integrase then allows that DNA to incorporate into our DNA. And once it's there, it can be transcribed into mRNA and make copies of virus. So there's a long history of these viruses actually incorporating into our DNA. And actually there are probably large segments of our own DNA that contain old viral pieces. These, you know, and these kind of transposons and different things like that, that are, it gets beyond the scope of this discussion. So there's precedent for that, right? So what, so people were concerned, could mRNA then get into our DNA? Now, here's what's missing in the Pfizer vaccine, reverse transcriptase and integrase. So those steps are missing. Now, what this study did was it said, well, wait, humans have a form of reverse transcriptase that's native to humans that does very specific things in the cell. What if that could turn the RNA from the Pfizer vaccine into DNA and then incorporate into the genome theoretically, right? Well, so what they did was they then said, well, let's see if we can prove this. Now you can tell by the way they've written the article that they already assume this is gonna happen. Like they have a bias going in and the kind of grammar is a little funky and all that. Maybe it's because they're Swedish, but you kind of wonder like, did they even get this thing edited? Like, again, it speaks to the quality of the journal, but what they did was they took cell lines in vitro. So this is not in humans, it's not in animals. It's in vitro in a test tube, in a dish, in a Petri dish. These cell lines are called HUH7, HA7 cells. They are carcinoma cells. They are liver cancer cells. So already they're abnormal. They already replicate without um, any breaks on their replication. And they have totally sort of different uh, activities on, on many levels because they're cancer cells. All right, so what they did was they took these cells and they bathed them in different concentrations of the Pfizer mRNA vaccine. Then surprise, surprise, they saw that the uh, mRNA entered the cells and was turned into spike protein. Okay, that's perfect. That's what they are designed to do. Now, typically we don't bathe our liver cells in that mRNA construct because it's injected in the deltoid. And so the concentrations that they reached around these cells would never be reached in real humans, all right? So that's one thing. And these are cancer cells, that's another thing. And it's not in the real human system, it's in a Petri dish where they're directly put in a cephalon. That's another thing. So about 1% of all in vitro studies actually show any clinical relevance in actual humans when you actually play them out. So that's why in vitro is a start, but it's not something that you panic over, right? Um, I mean, there are a lot of things in vitro that stop SARS-CoV-2, but they don't work in real humans. All right, so, or even in animals. What they then saw was, oh, let's then grind up the cells, grind up the nuclei, dissolve all the RNA there using something called RNase, an enzyme, and whatever's left is presumably DNA. And let's run a PCR to see if we can detect spike protein DNA that would have been converted from the um, RNA by human reverse transcriptase. And lo and behold, they found DNA amplicons. They found uh, DNA copies that they said were pretty much looked like they'd been transcribed from. And again, I haven't looked at the, I haven't replicated the study. So I don't know if their methods were flawed or if they, you know, there's something else wrong there. Like other scientists have to replicate it, but I don't even think it's worth doing, but yeah, those are the caveats. What they found was, oh, well, there's DNA there, presumably in the nucleus. So this mRNA at these high concentrations they administered was converted by these cancer cells, their own, presumably their own um, human reverse transcriptase into DNA. And that's what the paper showed. So what does that mean? Well, 
without integrase, they even say in the paper, we do not see or have looked for evidence of integration into the genome. But they speculate, well, maybe it can cross the placenta and maybe it can do this, so, but that means nothing. They never looked for actual integration into your DNA. So the, the thing that people are saying is happening is not happening. That's the simplest way to talk about it. Now, here's, here's the best part. Since we don't have integrase, we can't do this. People forget there are two vaccines that we use that use DNA instead of mRNA. AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson. They use a DNA in an adenovirus, a replication deficient human or chimpanzee adenovirus, depending on the vaccine, that then injects this DNA. The DNA then does enter the nucleus. It is then transcribed into mRNA that then makes spike protein. So we already have vaccines that actually put spike protein DNA in the nucleus and those don't integrate into our DNA. We haven't seen massive examples of cancers and you know, infertility and all the things that anti-vaxxers say that are happening, which we don't see on the ground at all. Uh, and so we already do this. So nothing in this paper is like, huh? Uh, if it's even true, because you're using cancer cells in vitro, right? So the bottom line is, should you worry about scrambling your DNA with an mRNA vaccine Answer is not based on anything we've seen or any evidence we have to date at all, right? Now that is always something that could show up later, but mm, it'd be pretty far-fetched based on all the things I've said. So all of that being said, now what, now what happens, what would happen if spike protein actually did incorporate into DNA? Well, we're not even sure it would be harmful, right? Because the spike protein itself, contrary to what, there's a lot of anti-vaccine rhetoric around spike protein, uh, it's actually just a protein right? It actually generates an immune response. It's a foreign protein, but in and it's, it in itself is not going to cause widespread havoc, right? So the big picture is don't worry about this, right? And I know there are a lot of people who are stressed, so don't. So share this video with people who are stressed about it. If you like what we do in our style of educating, um, hit us up, become a supporter of the show. That's how we fund all this, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, or you can make a one-time donation to our PayPal and I send an email to everybody who does that as a thank you. You can leave comments there and stuff. Don't ask me medical questions because I really can't answer those legally and, or ethically. Um, that's paypal.me forward slash zdogmd. I love you guys so much and we are out. Peace. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithms to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I wanna hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is, financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up.
So, and that, that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st- really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.